BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Welcome in and welcome back. You're like, where you been, DG? You've been off. Like, no, dude, if you listen to Fox Sports Radio, I was doing cowherd last three days. I got that new cowherd smell. Me and Jay Stu, our day was done at noon on the West Coast. And day was done at noon on the West Coast. Like, man, that's that's pretty dope. You get up earlier, you take it a little bit more seriously. Um, I, I want to do this. I want to start with a story that you're all hearing and give you kind of my unique perspective on it. I think that's generally a good way to kind of play it, right? Um, we're going to talk about the EA Sports uh, college football video game upcoming because I know what people are saying. I know what people are saying. Uh, I want to set up for you the hour. Jeff Schwartz is going to join us in 25 minutes. Uh, We'll talk about Justin Fields and what he said on a podcast with the the St. Brown brothers. Um, But it's interesting here. Like the St. Brown brothers having a podcast reminds me of the difference when I was in college and now playing basketball. When I was in college, my mom, and look, I'm I'm Jewish because of the Holocaust. Jewish people don't get don't get tattoos. Some of that has changed. Plenty of Jewish people have tattoos, but you can't be buried at a Jewish cemetery when you have tattoos and the Holocaust is the reason, right? 
But um, my mom said, like, please don't come home with any kids or tattoos. That was her only request. Oh, come home with a degree, no kids or tattoos. Okay. And I accomplished all three goals. But it's interesting, right? EA Sports is offering anybody, hey, you want to give up your rights? 600 bucks. Be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's such a low number. (laughs) But here's the thing. Okay. NIL is BS. Like, wait, wait. Oh, yes, because NIL is pay for play. I've told you this for a long time. Players don't have some gigantic name, image, and likeness. And what they were able to benefit from before. And I listen, I understand you're gonna sit here and go, well, Gottlieb, you're just you're you're a you're a hater. You don't want kids to get paid. Like, no, that's not what I've ever said. I've said that the truth about NIL and the value of each student athlete does not actually rise up to the level of the spending that each school does for them. And what previously happened was they pooled everyone's NIL and that's how they sold the rights for, you know, the naming rights to stadiums, the who carries your games, all those other things. If $600 seems low, here's where you're off. The scale. And this is what we're doing for college athletes. We're actually doing them a disservice. We're doing them a disservice. It's like, um, I got it. You guys ever babysit? You ever babysit? Or you ever have a, your kid babysit a kid? My daughter, Grace, is... Uh, She's a cool kid. She's a bass guitarist. Many of you follow the show know she auditioned for Belmont, which is in Nashville. She got accepted. She's gotten, she auditioned for University of Miami in Coral Gables. She got accepted. She's got accepted to a bunch of schools, music, music schools. She's got a, a uh, uh, her last big audition is Berkeley School of Music. That's in Boston, not Cal Berkeley. Um, it's as prestigious as anything on earth for, for the music industry. And she will tell you, like, I don't like little kids. I don't want to have kids. I don't like little kids. I was a little kid and I was annoying. I don't like little kids. But I have a neighbor. His name is Grant. Shout out to my boy Grant. All right. Grant is, I think Grant's seven now. And he is just the cutest little thing. All right. You can always tell when. Like his mom is that his mom plays pickleball. His dad is a golfer. So when he's hung out with his dad after school, he'll like come knocking at my door. Mr. Doug, can I play video games? Because my son's got all the video game hookups and he doesn't have it at his house. Right. And he shows up and he's got like a little polo and little shorts like tucked in with a belt. Like he looks like if Tiger Woods had a adorable little white kid, that's what he would look like. So um, my neighbors... Jimmy and Erica, they were going out on date night and they were in a pinch and they didn't have a sitter. And Grant loves my kids. And she said, hey, can can Grace babysit? 
So I approached Grace and I said, Grace, would you like to babysit Friday night? Hey, Dad, I don't like kids. Well, it's Grant. He's cute. He's fine. You'll get paid. Okay, I'll do it. And what happens when a kid has his first or her first babysitting duties and it's for a neighbor, and especially when the kid's younger, you massively overpay. Like they gave her like 60 bucks and she's different. And I helped her out. Right? Like I cooked dinner. Like I was really doing the babysitting. It was cool. It was good for her to and she she they she tucked him into bed, made sure he brushed his teeth, read a book to him. Like the whole thing was super cute, but it was like two and a half hours and she got 60 bucks. And I'm like, yo, you massively overpaid her. And they're like, you know, it was just really, it was great for her. We know she doesn't dig little kids. She did a great job. Everything was clean. I was like, everything was clean because I cleaned up. <laughs> like, I want some of that loot. But the point is that while it was really nice and it kind of changed Grace's perspective on babysitting, it also skewed up her her vision of how babysitting works. Right? Not when you babysit or when you house sit or whatever, like for a neighbor... Your dad doesn't help you clean stuff up. Your brother doesn't come and play with whoever you're babysitting. You got to do it yourself. And generally, you don't make, you know, $30 an hour, right? That's what we've done with college athletes. Oh, $600. I don't get out of bed for $600. Like, hey, dude, that's the value. You're like, what do you, what do you mean? Well, like, look, we're going to pay you all. We got to pay you all now. And you do the math. There's like a hundred and let's just say, let's just conservatively, okay? Say you got 130 teams. I think there's more than that. And you have 85 on scholarship and you got to get all their names. You're probably not going to list the walk-ons. Like, do the math what that works out to, right? Do the math. It's not, not, not that hard, right? Like, well, I do the eight and carry the what's it called, blah, 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 blah. You know, what What do you come up with? You basically come up with 1,100, 1,200 athletes, right? Now multiply that by 600. You're like, okay, that's a couple hundred grand. Wait, wait, we're worth more, way more than that. Like, no, there's a calculation there. They calculate how much they have to pay you. They have to pay all the schools for the rights to use their name. Like you have to pay each school to use their name and their logo and their fight song. Did you know that? Well, I didn't know that. I got it. Yeah. Then you got to pay your game developers. You got to pay your marketers. Right. And then you got to make money on the game. Like what? Like, yeah. It costs millions of dollars to develop. It costs Millions of dollars to buy the logo of each school, which is way more valuable than any one kid. All right. You got R&D, you got game development, you got marketing, you got the schools and using their name, using their logo, using their fight song. Right. And then you have the players and you have to make a profit. You know, that thing that you don't know anything about. This is a legit business. And oh yeah, by the way, on that on that you have to you have to pay taxes on that profit. Like all these different things. And the calculated value they came up with for 1100 1200 football players is 600 bucks for each of them. 
And it sounds like chump change. And then you start to see the calculation and understand they got to make money on it. And you're like, oh, it makes sense. But what we've done is we've created a world where all these athletes think, dude, all I got to do is show up and I get a couple grand. I get a, I get a grand to go down to the bar. I have a I I have a car. They all have cars. I've told you this before. One of the reasons, okay, that Georgia football had these car accidents is these guys are driving eighty, ninety thousand dollar cars. The the kind of Jeep Grand Cherokee that was involved in that terrible crash where a couple people died has like a seven hundred horsepower engine. A college kid, regardless of their background, should not be driving that car. And then when you have a fancy car, when you have money in your pocket, when you, when for your first time in your life, right, you got like people in college aren't used to having money. And then a lot of these guys, they have a gun because they have money and they carry cash and they want to protect themselves. And Stop me if you heard this board, but it's probably not a great idea for a college student athlete to be carrying a loaded firearm thinking they need protection. And you have hangers honors who are also have access to said weaponry. And then all that money that you think you're getting, a lot of them are sending it home or they're spending it or hanging out. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's a fantasy world. And $600 a month is a reality world. It's just a lesson in economics that everyone skipped over, right? Because people investing in NIL, name, image, and likeness, is really buying a player. There is no ROI, return on investment, right? If anything, you know what an NIL is really like? It's like buying a piece of the Green Bay Packers. You know how this works? We're on in Green Bay. What up to everybody in Green Bay and throughout the state of Wisconsin? Uh, by the way, again, a shout out to Jacksonville and Orlando, two of our newest affiliates. Thanks so much for having us. The Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. People believe that the Green Bay Packers are a publicly owned, publicly traded company, right? So here's what happens. When you buy stock in the Green Bay Packers, do you know what you get? Piece of paper. You get to come to one meeting a year, but you have to pay to go there and you don't really have any voting rights. You don't get to change anything. There's no voter revolt. Like everybody's, you're basically funding a team. Whatever you're paying for your stock, it's just raising money. It's just a raising money, but it's not like a venture capitalist raising money where you get ROI. Eventually you get money back. Nope. You don't get anything back. You just get to say, I own the Packers. Do you? You have a little bit more power if you own one college football player because teams sometimes feel beholden to you because of your money and because you went and you laid your resources out to help help a team get a kid and maybe he plays a little bit more, maybe establish a relationship with these kids if they know how to do it right. But if they don't play, if they stink, if they do play and they're great, you don't get anything back financially. It is burning money. It's taking money and... And people do it because they love their school and they want their school to compete. The same reason people buy a piece of the Green Bay Packers. They love their Packers. They want them to compete. They know, like, hey, they got to raise a little money. This is what we're going to do. 
But make no mistake about it. There is no ROI in NIL. And NIL is BS. And this is a simple lesson in economics. And all the clamoring for the EA Sports College Football 2025 game has hit a dead stop because players are saying, I'm worth way more than that. And you're not. You're just not. Might they get up to $1,000? Maybe. But the problem is, at some point, what's going to happen is the game maker is going to go, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. The reason they stopped making the college basketball game, do you know why it was? Didn't sell enough. Like, man, why don't you have the NCAA, NCAA college basketball game? Didn't make any money. The same was relatively true with college football. Just kind of cannibalized the sale of Madden. Right? It's kind of the same game. You could run more option. You had, you know, the fight songs. It wasn't necessarily as good as Madden, and it didn't sell as well as Madden. And when they knew the cost was increasing, when they knew they'd have to pay more for all the rights, for all the fight songs, for all the schools, and now for the players, they were like, mm, not going to make it. And there'll come a point where, where college student athletes will come to understand, hey, look, the deal is maybe, it's, maybe it ends up being 800. Maybe that's the highest they'll go. They will walk away. You know why? Because they're a business and businesses have to make money. They don't do it out of the goodness of their heart. They don't go like, you know, we're going to make this video game and pay hundreds of millions of dollars for the right to use the Texas logo and the Texas fight song and the Alabama fight song and the Notre Dame fight song and use the Golden Dome. And then we're going to pay, you know, whatever we're going to pay to each student athlete or whatever. Like at some point you're just going to go, you know what? It costs too much. We can't do it. That's a business. That's how it works. Okay? It ain't show friends. It's show business. They don't care. Nor should they. And we are doing our college athletes a disservice because if they don't learn the lesson now, you know when they're going to learn the lesson? Second, their eligibility is up. Imagine yourself, like, right? You're a college football player. You're a pretty good one. And you're making like $200,000. Some of these kids make $200,000. Now, it's not really $200,000, just so you understand. Here's what they do. They take your Pell Grant money, which you were going to get anyway. They take your Alston money, which is a it's a government ruling uh, where they can pay you like $6,500 a year, a college year. That's 10 months. Uh, they take what's called cost of attendance which you got previously, which was supposed to bring you up to whatever other fees, whatever other things. It's like laundry money, whatever. Uh, it's like, uh, it depends on the school and the location, but let's say it's five grand, right? So now you're like 12, 13 grand in. And then most schools, they give you a car and you have to pay 500 a month for the car. But then because they say they're giving you a car, they calculate that value as part of your package. Anyway, you think you're making $200,000 a year. And then you get done and you're not playing in the NFL. Anybody else have a entry-level job out of college that makes $200,000 a year? Anybody? Right. But I guarantee what will happen is a lot of these athletes will hit the market for a real job and companies like Stryker, you know, which I always use, they, they do medical device sales. They want to hire you. They're like, how much do you make? 
well, it's 85 grand base pay. And then you can make, whoa, 85 grand. I was playing football for $200,000 at the University of Tennessee. Like, hey, guess what, buddy? This ain't football. This is a business. This is what we offer. And we'd love to have you because you got a great name in the market. But if it doesn't make sense for us, we'll walk. We'll find somebody who will. That's business. Just like my daughter who, if she wants to have another babysitting gig, it ain't going to be paid as handsomely as it was for the young lad Grant next door. Dad's not going to help her. Hayes isn't going to be there to play with the dude. And the payment is not going to be $30 an hour. We are actually setting people up for failure. Even with their short-term success, it's short-lived with NIL. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. He's Stephen Ashworth. Uh, some call him Splashworth. I call him Cashworth. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I know that this, like the Splash Brothers thing is a real thing, but I like the I like the straight cash. He joins us uh uh, about a day and a half removed from lighting up number one and defending national champion UConn. Do you like Splashworth, Cashworth, or something else like, or just SA? What What is your preferable nickname or moniker of choice? 
Yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely nice to have have nicknames. Uh, it's a, I, I count it as a pleasure, but uh, I think Splashworth has probably grown on me the most, and probably due to my love for Steph Curry and the Splash Bros. But I do like Cashworth as well. Uh, they're, that's they're, a nice one. They're, these are all like positive nicknames too, right? It's not like anybody calls you "Dopey" yeah. or "Stupid" or you know something something like that. These are all about about your about your jump shot. Um, what's this been like? Like. You and I talked in the summer when you're trying to make a decision and you know, you, you've had some, some highs, some lows, obviously the other night is the highest of, of highs so far, I'd guess. But what's it been like for you to be in the portal and now at a place like Creighton kind of foreign, right? Like you're, you're a Utah born Utah bred guy. Everybody thought, oh, he's going to go to BYU or stick around. You go to a different league. What's it been like for you? Yeah, honestly, I mean, there definitely has been uh an adjustment period for just a new place, new venues, new conference, new coaches, and, and everything that comes along with transferring and and kind of starting a, a new career in a way. And But at the same time, with all of those things, and I think just the life lessons of when you push yourself and challenge yourself, you'll be able to see yourself grow and accomplish things that you never thought possible. And I think that uh, the other night was one of those experiences for myself throughout my career of just, challenging and trying to always compete against that best and you know UConn has been since last year the standard of of elite college basketball and for us to go out and put on a performance like we did and it was just kind of the culmination of all that hard work and in a way kind of betting on myself and so really just grateful uh you know to God for the opportunity to do things like this and to play at this level you know, it's interesting. You guys coming into the game, you'd won six of eight. And even the two you lost, right? Overtime at Providence, crazy hard place to play. Uh, Butler at home, which was a stunner because, you know, Creighton's such a, I mean, that arena is so hard. 18,000 people every night, like every time they turn on the lights. But then you know, won four in a row. Is something changed about this team where you guys have been more consistent? You know, I think uh, this team's a, a really mature group, and we've got guys that have played a lot of college basketball and have been through full seasons. And so we all understand that there's going to be some ups and downs and um, some nights where the ball bounces our way and when it doesn't bounce our way. And so, like you mentioned, uh, we had the game at Providence uh, that we were right there, and then you lose by one. And we win those two games, and I think you're talking about a – you know, winning something like 15 of our last 16 um, games. And so, like, obviously, uh, these last four, we've been really dialed into just who we are, and I think that we're really coming together as a group really, really well, and everybody's um, stepping up in big-time moments. And so that's been fun to see, and that's exactly what you want when you're heading into March, for sure. Yeah, 14 of 28 from three. Most teams aren't losing when you shoot that well. It was like, um, did you ever see the movie Pleasantville? I actually haven't seen that movie. No, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm again. I'm I'm older than. It's not that old, but uh, it's probably when you were pretty young. But the, yeah. the it's like the Pleasantville where everything is perfect, and the first half of the movie is like in black and white when it's like Pleasantville before it gets to color. And you guys shot like the basketball team in Pleasantville where the ball just keeps keeps uh, keeps going <laughs> keep, keeps going in. Um, yeah. What what. What's that for for somebody who isn't doesn't get how you go from losing by fifteen against UConn at UConn to winning 
by 19 at home, right? Like that's a home road split is unbelievable. What's yeah. the what's what's the difference? I mean, look, you guys only played seven. You guys shot the ball well, but there has to be some other difference. What what changed between the two games? I mean, yeah, you can look at the the stats and say we shot the ball really well, but I think in large part that comes through to the evidence that we also protected the ball much better yeah. uh, at UConn. There's a lot of live ball turnovers, dead ball turnovers that allowed them to control the tempo, control the pace of the game, and uh, getting a rhythm early for themselves. I think that coming back home, we were able to control that much better. I think we only ended up with seven turnovers on the whole game, and um, I want to say four of those were dead ball turnovers. So didn't allow them to get out and transition like they're so good, and uh, as well as their second chance points, they've they've been one of the best in the country at offensive rebounding, um, and they obviously they got some against us, but. At the same time, I think we were able to keep that rebounding battle to almost even. And so those two things were, I think, were the biggest difference from when we went up to Gamble Pavilion and then when they came to CHI, just the the differences and how you can have a road and home split like we did. And so those things are obviously keys to every game. And so as a team, we've got to make sure that we stay locked in for for everybody that we play to control those things. All right. So a lot of people who follow college basketball know you had a great career at Utah State. And having been there and been able to cover you so often, I know how awesome the Spectrum was. But you have, yeah. you have, you have CHI and the Spectrum are both great home courts, but they could not be more dissimilar, right? Um, what? Uh, give me, give me the what the best parts about the Spectrum, the best parts about CHI from playing on that floor. What's it like? Yeah, I mean, both of them are different, but both of them have unbelievable home court advantages and. I think that uh, the nation was able to see that on full display on uh, Tuesday night with UConn coming in, just the, the atmosphere, the entire fan base. And, and it's crazy to have an 18,000-seat arena and have 16,000 season ticket holders, right? You don't That's have nuts. that most places. That's nuts. And That's nuts. So just the support on a nightly basis is is crazy. And, um, you know, in the spectrum, though, it's crazy because you have a 9,000-seat arena. So it's about half the size, but also you have 4,000 crazy students in the herd that are standing the entire game, chanting the entire game. And so, like, there is some give and take with just the the atmosphere that a a student section being half the arena can bring. And, you know, you can only imagine what CHI would be if there was 9,000 students, you know, in there, which would be half of that arena. And so all of those like things you think about it, it, it's different, but both of them are so much fun to play in. And I have so many fond memories of, of both arenas now. And it's just been something that uh, every kid, every kid would dream of. Okay. Every kid would also dream of all the road arenas you played in, right? You got to play in Hinkle. Yeah. You got to play in the garden. You got to play at PC at Providence, which is, it's like just a convention center, but it's the fans kind of make that place, but there's some cool stuff, right? Uh, Marquette's got a brand new one, which is a big NBA arena. And then you have all the kind of weird ones, cool ones in the mountain West, right? Um, I think you played in Wyoming since they redid it. That one's awesome. Obviously the pit, um, Moby's cool, even though like totally needs a redo, you know, they still got the, the hoops hanging from the ceiling. That's, that's pretty Mm -hmm. unique. What's your favorite one on the road? Man, that's tough. Uh, I mean, there's so many good road arenas in both conferences. Uh, 
like you said, Marquette has a really nice one. It's where the Bucks play. Uh, and so Pfizer, like, for that place was, was awesome uh, to go to. And we actually go to the Garden uh, Sunday. So okay. that'll be my first time playing in the Garden, and I'm looking forward to that, no doubt. I mean, it's the most iconic basketball arena in the world, and, uh, you know, so many great players have played there. Steph Curry broke the all-time three-point record there. Like, there's just history there that's that's unbelievable. But, I like, a very vivid memory is uh, going to the pit, and it was actually during COVID, so they weren't even able to be full. But that place was so loud, and I was just like, holy cow, like, this is a true road environment. And that was probably my my freshman season going there, and I was just like, wow. And so um, the pit was really cool in the Mountain West for yeah. sure, and then – you know, but nothing tops the spectrum. That's the best arena in the Mountain West by um, far. We had, I mean, we had a kind of an iconic three-point shootout, right, in the in the NBA All-Star game, right? We had the Battle of the Sexes. So, yeah. you want me to throw it out there, like you versus Caitlin? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'd go for it. Like, I'd be down to, to do whatever. I heard that they were trying to get, you know, another competition with Steph and Sabrina and Caitlin and maybe another college basketball player. So why, why not you? If, yeah, if my name gets thrown out there. I, I'd love. I'm. To, let's. Can we? Let's like. Compete. Let's start the can't. Let's start the campaign. Right. Like let's <laughs> let's start the campaign. Splashworth versus Caitlin. Why why not? That's amazing. Yeah, I mean that show was unbelievable, and it was. Uh, I was definitely tuned into that All Star Weekend watching that, and I was. Uh, I definitely thought Sabrina was going to take home the crown after she. She went first and set the bar high, but Steph did what Steph does. I mean, it, it, it was an unbelievable thing, and I loved watching it. So yeah, it, it, it was definitely it was a fun watch. Um, you and ba- Baylor Baylor Shireman also might have a word there. He's like, hey, you know, I can I can shoot a little bit, kind of too. He led the country in three point shooting two years ago. Um, exactly. This we Mc- were just shooting this morning, and uh, we had a good little battle going. So who, who, he's definitely he's definitely up there. Who won? Uh, I mean. I don't think you get the inside scoop like that. You know, maybe if you came to practice, you'd know. Bro, but. I am in I'm in LA. I can't come out to, to Omaha. I can't I can't but and by the way, like you telling us you not uh, refusing to tell me who won tells me you didn't win. I just want to point that out. Well, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to be saying that like who was winning in uh 7:30 a.m. actually it was 7:30 your time. It's probably 9:30 our time. Yeah. 9.30 a.m. little shootout. And at the same time, we were competing together, too. So it was like, we we do a lot, like, which I like, actually. We do a lot of drills together that I think young hoopers can can pick up is that it's like, we'll do drills where we've got to make five in a row, him and I, from seven spots is like a little warm-up. Or we're going to do some on-the-move shooting where we're coming off the ball screen, and then that's one shot, fly into the corner, that's one shot, sprint to the other corner, that's one shot. And then lift to the wing, that's one shot. And so you get four shots. But in order for a rep to count, you've got to make three out of the four. And so, in reality, we're just competing together on those, on a lot of those things. But I think it's uh, it's definitely helped your in-game shooting percentage when you're putting that game-like pressure on you in practice situations. So that's what we were doing this morning. You're Again, this is one of those, I know you're old because you're married and, and you've, you've done the whole thing with the mission and everything, but you're not old enough to yeah. remember, like, Greg McDermott used to play slow. When he was in Northern Iowa, they played like in the 50s slow. Iowa State even slow. And now he's known as this five out, four out, one in with, you know, one roller and and let it fly. 
So the question becomes this. Um, has he ever said that's too deep? That, that's, 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 you can't take it from there. Um, no, he's never directly said that to me. He's, he's looked at me and that's kind of the thought of like, should you have taken that one? And, you know, I know good shots versus bad shots. Obviously I've been playing basketball my whole life, but he's also never, he, he understands so well as a coach, what a shooter's mind is like. I mean, uh, He's a great shooter himself. He raised a great shooter in Doug McDermott. Like he understands that it's a there's a fine line between how you critique a shooter and what shots he takes because you want your shooters to be confident. And so he does a really good job of kind of balancing that between, you know, letting us know, hey, let's make sure we get great shots, but at the same time let it fly with confidence and, and that's our whole motto and that's what we live by is Creighton Blue Jays. Uh, by the way, BYU leading the country in three-point attempts, 32-and-a-half. You guys are only at 21.9. You guys got to get them up. You guys got to get like 40 in a couple games you want to catch up. Yeah, I mean, but uh, when you've got a guy like Ryan Kalkbrenner down, though, I think uh, I think we might uh, also want to feed it to him a little bit more than uh, some other teams might. So, you know, there's give and take with uh, with the number of threes that we take. Some nights it's more, some nights. You just got to play. Where's the where's the mismatch? Where's the advantage? And when you've got a team like like we have, I think that we've got a lot of different weapons that make us uh, really capable to to win in multiple ways, which is awesome. All right, last thing. I know you got to go. We we I guess got to got to too. Stephen Ashworth, our guest. Call him Splashworth. Call him Cashworth. Just don't leave him open when he has the basketball anywhere in his side of the half court, uh, wherever it is in in the Big East. You guys were preseason top ten. There were thoughts of a Final Four. And, the you know, you got Colorado State nipped you early, and there were some early season losses. We mentioned how it's come together. Um, mm-hmm. What's your, I mean, is is your ceiling what we perceive your ceiling to be before the year began? It's a great question. I mean, I think time will tell. Uh, I think that throughout the course of this season, it's just been a day-by-day process of always trying to get 1% better, trying to look at the ways that maybe early on in the year we weren't as successful as we wanted to be and learning from that. But this team is very good at staying in the present, and we've got confident guys. We've got a group that we're all confident in each other as well, not just in ourselves. And so, I mean, I think that, you know, you've what UConn has done this entire season, uh, and for us to go out and then uh, get a win against a team like that, I think it shows exactly where our ceiling's at and uh, – we're going to keep chasing after that, and there's room to grow, and can't wait to see where this team ends up here in a few weeks. You didn't, you didn't get a win. You kicked the crap out of them. I mean, you really, you, you really did. Uh, I, I, I lied. That was, la- I thought that was the last one. The Boneyard was the place that you got your fade tightened up in Logan. Where's the spot in Omaha? Shout out Boneyard, my guy. Missed my guys up there. They're awesome to me. But uh, my new spot down here is uh, Ace of Fades. So that's where we go in Omaha. If you're ever in Omaha, Ace of Fades, about five minutes away from campus, they'll get you right. If they want the, if you want the Ashworth, is it is that that's not a skin fade though, right? Are you doing a one? What are you doing there? Yeah, doing a one, maybe sometimes a skin fade from from the bottom up to about a to about a two or a three, and then uh, just fading. Fading it in nicely. Saul gets me right. All right. He, I'm sure he does get you right. He doesn't need to cut Corbett's hair. He doesn't have, you know, that with his condition, he doesn't have any. But I know he's sleeping on your couch. So feel free to push him off the couch 
and uh, tell me you need yeah. your space. Uh, hey, man, I, I'm I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to see how you do at the Garden. Thanks so much for joining me. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks so much, brother. Have a great one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What up with you? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrat.com studios. Tyrat.com, where we get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road ass protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrat.com, it's the way that tire buying should be. Mm-mm-mm. Welcome in. Um, you may have heard this story, and I think it's brilliant by the Kansas City Chiefs, right? And it's a little bit like what the Cincinnati Bengals used to do which is, look, find guys whose value is way lower than their actual talent. Right? Find guys whose value is lower than their actual talent. If you look at that, I'm not talking about this Bengals roster, the previous Bengals team that, remember when they went to the playoffs five years in a row, Andy Dalton was their quarterback? Go back and look at their drafts, and many of their the players that they drafted 
were a round or two rounds lower than they should have been, sometimes because of off the field, sometimes because of injury. They were they were trying to get, you know, they're like me and you. If you go into Banana Republic, if you go into Nordstrom, there still are some brick-and-mortar Nordstrom stores. What's the first thing you do? Me? I go to the clearance aisle. Like, I don't care. I don't care about being like, I don't want to need to buy something that is the hottest, freshest thing. Like, dude, I know what I want. Besides, you go to Banana Republic, like, what are you getting? You're getting a polo or a sweater and some khakis, like some form of that. Right. And oh, yeah, by the way, do styles do change year to year, right? We went from pleats to no pleats, skinny jeans. We're back to, by the way, we're back in baggy jeans. Like, dude, I need to go back to my college gear. I don't know if I, we I, are. We're yeah. officially back. Baggy oh, jeans God. are back. I've got a couple skinny jeans. I do too. Never I, left. Fi- I finally bought into the the skinny jean thing. You know, not super skinny, not like you can tell what religion I am skinny, but still a thinner. But now it's like a thicker cut. Like my my daughters, they're like wearing super baggy jeans. Like, dude, I would be so cool if College Doug, probably College Doug hair as well, would show up at your high school. He'd be like, dear dad's the greatest dresser ever. You know what I found is still around? What Junco. Like the super baggy jeans, yeah, that were like basically bell bottoms in the in the late nineties. They're uh, back. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't that wasn't my jam, which means the carpenter jeans are coming back in next, right? Remember those oh, the no. carpenter jeans? Yeah, yeah, I had a few. Yeah, carpenter jeans. None of us were carpenters. We didn't have the hammer for that. That's by the way. That's what that little. Um, it's not a pocket. That little. What is that called? That little thing that that's to hold. Le- legit, it's to hold your uh, hold your hammer. That's what the carpenter jeans, that little piece of fabric. Anyway, um, so Matt, is it Ariza or Ariza? Ariza, I think is what it is. Ariza. Yep. Okay. So Matt Ariza was a star punter at San Diego State, and he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. And before he could play a game, he got cut because he was accused of rape at a college party back when he was on Montezuma Mesa with, with, uh, at San Diego State. Right. What's come out since, Jay Stu, I, I just I want to make sure that we got the details correct. Was he even at the party? Was he even at the party? Yeah, I don't know about the specifics, but as it's uh, recapped in the Sporting News, Ariza was cleared by the uh, San Diego District Attorney's Office last December. The office said it would not file criminal charges against Ariza and other players in connection with the incident due to new details emerging from the case. Yeah, I mean, there was there was there was all kinds of there was there was a lot of details that proved that I don't even know if he was at the party, he wasn't with the girl. Like oh, the, here it is. Prosecutors it, say that Ariza was still present at the party when yes. the alleged incident took place, despite claims to the contrary from the victim sex vi- videos of the accuser during the incident were revealed and Ariza was not seen in the footage. Right. So he wasn't, he was like, my name is Ben. I'm not in it. That wasn't me. So, but here's the thing. And this is a, this is a, it's a really hard challenge for us as society. And again, I, I it, it doesn't matter his age, his race, his sex. I, I truly believe this. Okay. But we're going to do this as Brian Finley did a good job of reading the story, right? Is you'll have people say, well, you know, the only way he could rehab his image is a place like Kansas City where they can all vouch for him. It's a great organization. You know, Brett Veach has done all the background research. Like, 
No, 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 no. He doesn't have to rehab his image. He didn't do anything wrong. There's no repairing an image that was sullied because of false claims. Understand? Like, I, and, and again, if you think that this is me being inconsistent, it's not. Right? My work is, it's very easy to go and track. This is what Jameis Winston's agent said a long time ago. And while Jameis Winston said something dumb and inappropriate that was a meme when he was at Florida State, because, I don't know. And then obviously the, the grabbing the Uber driver, okay? But what people believe is like, well, that's a third strike. Like, no, it's not. There was no first strike. It just wasn't. Okay, I don't know because I wasn't there, but I know that he he had a Title IX investigation at Florida State. Right? If you know anything about a Title IX, the burden of proof is very, very low. And he was not found guilty of violating her Title IX rights. In addition to the fact there was, I believe, no civil and no criminal case against him. So it's like we're sitting there going like, well, you know, he's got to rehab his image from college. If you if you didn't do anything wrong and you were falsely accused, there's no rehabbing your image. But that's the damage that's done. And look, if if you think that I'm callous and I'm I'm not supportive of women who are sexually or physically abused, you couldn't possibly be more wrong. Right? I don't have it in me to abuse a woman, but I also don't have it in me to make up the false abuse claims. And both happen. Right. It's really hard for us, like normal functioning brains to think, OK, you, you could lay a hand on a woman that for, you know, physically brutal or sexually like it just it's a really hard thing if that's just not in your blood. That's just not in your DNA. That's just not who you are. Okay, But it, it definitely happens and it's awful. But on some levels, and I don't know if you want to say equally awful or whatever, but it's probably worse to make up these false claims because not only can it ruin the person who you make those claims against lives into the future, even when it's found out to be false, but you also ruin it for women who really are abused, right? Like, um, Trevor Bauer. We've talked about Trevor Bauer. Okay. He wants to come on the show. We'll, I'm sure we'll do a sit-down, long-form interview. He's done it with Fox News as well. My point about Trevor Bauer is like, look, you may think that he was vindicated, but he ain't ever getting that hundred-plus million-dollar contract back. It ain't happening. And wherever he goes, like even when he uh, and and we've been we've fully disclosed that we've had open conversation with Trevor about coming on the show, and he went and did the interview with. Fox News and even in the Fox News interview like he was very apologetic here's how I was here I was acting I was doing some of the wrong things but I was like Trevor like no disrespect I I I admire that you've gone to therapy for some of the and, and figured out yourself about some of the things that made you maybe seen as weird or a loner or a bit awkward okay but that doesn't make you a sexual predator or you know and and that's the scarlet letter that you wear, even when, like, he didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. Nothing. Um, so I think it's a, fa I'm, I'm actually most fascinated 
to see how we handle this as media members. I guarantee there will be stories of image rehab. Why do you have to do image rehab when you didn't do anything wrong? Right? It's not it was misperceived. It's not a he said, she said, and he got off. No, 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 no. There were videos. He went in them. It was at a different location. He was at the party. Right? He was completely vindicated. Completely vindicated. So I challenge all of us in the media to not say it's an image rehab or the Chiefs are taking a chance. They're not taking a chance on anything. He has zero strikes against him. He's getting into the batter's box and he's got a 0-0 count. Now, the perception is he's got a couple strikes against him, right? I mean, like, that's the perception. It's... It's like being a, it's like being with the Clippers, right? You know something's oh the, this Clipper team hasn't failed the way previous Clipper teams have, but there's a perception that somehow they carry this badge of negativity because the Clippers have always failed in the playoffs, right? Not this group. You can say, well, Kawhi he got hurt. Well, Paul George never played with Kawhi deep into the playoffs, but even that it wasn't this group with James Harden or whatever. I mean, actually, the Clippers, I guess they carry a little bit because James Harden sucked in the playoffs before, whatever. I don't know. I was coming up with that metaphor on the fly. I don't know if that worked for you. The point is, the point is that Matt Ariza, if he's really vindicated, then we kind of don't need to bring it up. It's like, it's part of the story. I understand, Brian, you have to bring it up. It's part of the story. Like, Like, that's, but after that, that's it. He's not the guy. If you want to, if you want to do anything with the story, this is to all of us. Hey, Matt Arisa, how do I know him? He was the one who was falsely accused of something. That's it. There's no. Oh, you know, he's got a strike against him. Well, you know, there's image rehab. What image rehab? Like, oh, he partied in college at San Diego State. I mean. You know, when I was a kid, you only went to San Diego State to party. Right. Well, here's a little California insight to those of you in Jacksonville, Orlando, and Wichita, where we're number one. Okay. 20 years ago, before San Diego State was good at basketball, that was the biggest party school in California, but it was also everybody's safety school. And supposedly, the rumor was what, six to one girls to guy ratio? Wasn't that what we heard? I don't know if that actually true. It felt like you were walking into the Barbie dream house. Like that's, that's what it felt like, right? Chico State and Humboldt State were the weed schools. You only went there if all you want to do is smoke weed, correct? Right? And then Long Beach State and Cal State Fullerton, which is, Fullerton's where you went, isn't it, Jace, Jace Which is yep. Now, by the way, Fullerton has a vibrant on-campus community, but those are commuter schools. Right? And the only thing you knew about Cal State Fullerton was they got really good baseball. And Leon would play there. Anyway, please, I beg of you, my fellow media members, from this point forward, there is no image rehab. Matt Ariza was falsely accused. Shouldn't Doesn't carry a scarlet letter when there was no crime committed. He wasn't there. Just make sure we get it right. 
and we'll make sure we get it right when people are accurately accused and go to jail because people who perpetrate those crimes on women, children, either of even other men, the, I mean, put them under the jail. I'm okay with that. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 